Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Let us pray. <laughs> Father, we thank you this morning. We have been refreshed in your presence. We've returned to be refreshed again. Pour into us. Pour into our spirits until we overflow. Empty into us until we are flooded. May we not walk through the pouring of your spirit. May we come to a place where we are unable to walk but swim in the abundance of the supply of your spirit and of your presence. Empower our hearts today and reach our souls today and bless us with understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please do have your seats. What a blessing. Wow. I thank God for your lives, especially those of you who are part of the first anachinosis. Um, it's not just, yes, especially, yes, um, those of you who, who, had the courage to be part of the 12 hours of prayers. I do hope you enjoyed yourselves. Um, if you can consistently pray long, um, yes, consistently pray long, wait long, seek long. The benefit is that your spirit man is not like the spirit man of every other person. What kills others cannot kill you. What harasses others cannot harass you. The secret is simple. The strength of your inner man. There is the outward man. Everyone sees that 
outward person. We know you. We see you. But then there is this unseen man who is a replica of who we see on the outside. But he's invisible. Are you following? That's your inner man. And he's supposed, the inner man is also supposed to be nurtured. He's also supposed to be strengthened, empowered, trained to be mighty. Do you understand? Um, so you can't have an outward procritude and your inner procritude is a miniature of what your outward procritude is. Okay, I lost you there now. My son. <laughs> All right. Good. In this church, you also learn English. (laughs) Careful. So, it's important for you to take spiritual exercises seriously. It determines the dreams you have and don't have. Do you understand? Some of you, if we take your dreams, I mean... You wonder, how can you alone be dreaming such dreams? You know, yeah. It's it's connected to the quality and strength of your inner man. Yes. The quality of your dreams is connected to your inner man. Do you understand? So, um, it's a blessing to have had you come and wait for the 12 hours. And that's just... Anachinosis 1. Um, we're going to have Anachinosis 2 um, next month, which is just a few hours from now. Um, uh, not the date. I mean, the next month is a few hours from now. <laughs> um, so we're going to have Anachinosis 2 and then 3. Um, we're going to have 3 early part of December. And then the last one is the ultimate anachinosis um, that opens the new year to us. Um, So make a plan to be in the next anachinosis. But in case you're not intending to come, um, just know there'll be free coffee. I think that can make you come. There'll be free coffee. Drink as much as you can. So, just in case, I'm not trying to hide anything from you. Um, That's for your information. (laughs) Amen. Yes, and how many of you are writing exams from tomorrow? If you're writing exams from tomorrow, please raise your hand. What's your name, my dear? Ida. Oh, I prayed for you. So, when you pray for people, you remember their names. What's your name, my dear? Oh, you are the Genevieve. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, where were you? <laughs> where were you? You didn't come to pray. And don't tell me you were learning. <laughs> He's also writing. So please, I'm going to round up quickly. I want to pray for you, anoint you before tomorrow. Yes. 
even if you're not taking your your academics seriously. <laughs> yes. We're praying for Gitonga even though she didn't come. Are, are we not a good church? We're a good church. Yes, we pray for children. <laughs> Is it? Yes, 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Gitonga's name was number one. <laughs> yes, that's the bishop. We, of course, we had to put bishop first, banner. You know. <laughs> so even if you're not taking your academics seriously, I'm believing God that after anointing you and praying for you. If your plan is to go and be a roadside wife, it will change. Do you understand? Faith, do you understand? Yes. Genevieve, do you understand? Until now, you love school and you want to go all the way and to want to become somebody. I pray that after I pray for you, that is the desire that will come into your heart. Too, too many wasted lives of young ladies and too many wasted uh, greatness um, in terms of young women. Too many wasted, you know. If, if you're not careful, um, relationships, marriage are one of the destiny killers of women. You know, a man can be in a relationship and go on to become a doctor. You know, go on to become a lawyer. But rarely, when this one starts that nonsense, do they ever become anything? So you see, on the side of girls, you have to see this as a possible destiny killer. Then fight it. To become somebody. Because if it's not in your life, faith, you can go on to become anything you want to become. Genevieve, do you understand? So for you, what may be a destiny killer for Gitonga may not be your destiny killer. He can start playing the fool from 18, you know, or 20 and still become something. But some of you, the, the moment you take Bele, it's like your life is finished. You know, so I'm also believing God. And that's the spiritual ecstasy or no, the spiritual influence that um, comes with prayers. You know, so I, you are being prayed for, but the Holy Spirit is infusing in you other superior qualities Beyond just the utterance of words. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm still in the flow of the 12 hours. Okay, so um, it's beautiful. And I, I want all the young girls in this church to grow to become something we can be proud of. Do you get it? 
Yeah. All these nonsense going around. You see, we, we, we may not save much people, but if we have the blessing to have a few, we, we should do the ultimate we can to get them across the threshold. Yes. If whilst you are here, you can manage to enter the university. If we can fight for you to not be a buffoon in year one and fight for you not to be a buffoon year two, if you can cross year three, going to year four, at least you have, you have gone a long way into your destinies. Yeah, so leave everything and focus on your future. Do you understand? Yeah, I'm a father, so I'm talking as one. All the young boys don't like what I'm telling the girls. Look around and see if there's a young boy who is not happy. No, Aluko is not a young boy. Leave him alone. <laughs> you should look at Peter and see if he's happy or not with what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, I don't want to smell any boy around my daughter. Like smell. Who am I smelling? I don't want to smell. Not now. Not in the next three years. Not in the next six years. We'll talk about that later. I know, in fact, I know when I want to smell a boy. Do you understand? I know when I want to smell a boy. For now, I'm the only boy I should smell around my daughter. Yes. Imagine one, the damage one erection can cause. (laughs) I'm already teaching. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. My daughter just went off to school and I had a conversation with her. I told her, no boys. Have you heard? No boys around you. I want you to talk about a boy when you're in medical school, maybe the last final year of medical school, then we can talk about right now, no boy. Yes. Me, I don't, I'm not the kind of father who has, oh, so I want to talk to, I, from nowhere to, the, I said, no boy. Straight. Then the conversation starts. Yes. <laughs> because I want it to be easy to talk about such things. Yes. Many of you, all the things you've heard, you know, about how to money, you've heard from the church. Yes. Your father has only been feeding you. Hmm? Giving you water to drink. Yeah. You see, the people I'm more angry with are the girls in the church who are in their 20s, like 24, 25, 20. That group are the people who think that they are wiser than Methuselah. Yes. Like... If you gauge them, they are in a 24, 25, 26. One of the deception of that age is that they think that they'll forever be young. When, when they reach 30 years, they are shocked. <laughs> they are shocked. Imagine I'm 30. Yeah. And you see, that age at which they are acting like they are all-knowing is the actual age whereby, listen, if you are wise, young ladies, listen to me, if you are wise, 
if you're wise, is not demonstrated when you're 25, 26, 27. Your wisdom as a woman, all right, is demonstrated when you are 2021. Whatever you do 2021 will determine where you will be as a girl when you're 26. By 26, you should be a wife. Not feeling proud that you are in social media and you are beautiful. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Not to be proud that, oh, 26, you are, you are, you are, you are all knowing. 26, you should be a wife or something. Yes. 26, a wife. Yes. And then thinking of first child. You see, by that time, you would have had a first degree of, and possibly masters. Not now you're 26 and you're still empty-headed. And then you are deceived to think that you are all beautiful. You're all and still wasting more time. <laughs> yes. At that age, you have used three quarters of all your eggs. And the thing about that age group, eh, 24, 25, 26, is that they are deceived to think they are 16 years old. They know themselves, though. I'm a jam. <laughs> yeah. Imagine I'm 30 years old. Ooh. Imagine I'm 30. The other day, somebody just turned 30 years old. Imagine that I've known this person for 15 years. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And if you see the workings of time, somebody is 25 now and still playing the fool. I'll be here when the person says, Imagine I'm 30. <laughs> Imagine I'm 30. <laughs> and then all I've taught, still they haven't used it. <laughs> oh, I'll be here. Cel- I'll be celebrating your birthdays. Don't worry. Nikoapa. Let me end our happy. Nikoapa. You see, I'm not much on the boys. You know, I'm always tough on the girls. It's because I've realized that around here, people don't pay so much attention to the girls. Yes. Not much attention is paid to the girls, what they can become. You know, the qualities they require in this life. You know? How can you, the year 2023, your desire is just to be a housewife. Hmm? I mean, how can you have just such a desire? Of all you, you, you want to be, I want to be a housewife. So when I'm praying for them, I pray for the girls that they'll have a desire to go far. Yeah, I may not utter it, but it's one of the, um, the virtues the Holy Spirit is able to infuse into them. All right. All right, my son. 
maybe part five, maybe final part. I don't know. Yes. Good. Go with me to. Where should we go? <laughs> All right. Go with me to First Chronicles twenty-eight. Before we read First Chronicles twenty-eight. Give me Proverbs chapter 5. Are you blessed? We're going to go home early and so we can rest, okay? I'm talking to those who are at the prayer meeting. If we were not there, <laughs> and also because the kids have exams, I'd want them to go settle in and um, (laughs) perhaps give me the verse 15 downwards. In fact, Charlie, start from verse 1. What is this? <laughs> my son. Say, my son. my son. Pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Like a few minutes ago, I just gave wisdom and wise counsel. Yes. You have to be wise to pay attention carefully, all right, to counsel. Like when somebody is giving you advice. Do you see? You don't you shouldn't take advice like a border. They're bothering me. You know? But you should pay or listen carefully to wise counsel. Let's go. Verse 2. I notice that you there, you're also part of why we take long in church. <laughs> you have to share the blame. Here the point now. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. Beautiful. If you pay attention to wise counsel, it will show Do you get it? It will show by your display of discernment. Like you are a discerning person. It will show. Then your lips also from time to time will express what you have learned. It will come in your talking. You will speak it and people will hear you talk and they can tell, wow, she's different. He's different. He's not talking like everybody talks around here. When he opens his mouth, when she opens her mouth, it oozes of wisdom. Do you understand? And by now, we should be a church in this city with membership that is unique and different by reason of what you are taught Sunday after Sunday. 
We should have people coming with you from your workplace to church. The place is quiet. People from school following you to your church because of your uniqueness. Whatever you learn, it will show forth. That is if you have learned it. Verse 3. Are you following? I'm still talking to my son. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey. (laughs) Should we go there? (laughs) The lips of an immoral woman is as sweet as honey. Yes. When you see sisters full of sweet words, it's a red flag. Hmm. If you see sisters, Stano is not writing any exams, but he didn't come to pray. Did you see him at the prayers? Is he writing exams? But he didn't come to pray. I think he had an important business. Continue. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey. There are some sisters, every man is a babe. Like they have mastered calling men sweet names. It's, it's a sign of the fact that you are immoral. You, not every man will be babe. Not every woman. No, I was come to say Jabel. What do they call the men? They don't call the men anything. Uh, okay. It has subtracted from what I'm coming to say. Uh, <laughs> a sweeto. Mandela, what have they been calling you? They call the women Jaber. So, how will they call you? Taylor. Huh? Taylor. Jatelo. Jaquam. Not every man you should call Jaquam. Jatelo. Huh? Chairman. Eh? Everywhere you turn, you have to, you, you just like the things are just on your lips to call men sweet names, you know, so you get favor here and there. It's a sign, well, according to the Bible, of the fact that you are loose. Chief. Jatelo. As for the Kikuyus, I can't even ask them. Because they are the least romantic human beings on this planet. <laughs> well, <I'm a> jam. <laughs> you see, I'm not asking them. You see, I'm not asking them. You know. <laughs> I mean, a Kikuyu has no time going to look for a sweet name. She's looking for money. Saying that, <laughs> hey, are you here? 
<laughs> anyway, and her mouth is smoother than oil. You know, if you want to understand the Bible, you only have to take oil uh, in your hands like this and try to feel the texture of it. Yeah, like, like this on, on, on your hands. And the Bible is saying that an immoral woman's mouth is smoother than oil. Yes. <laughs> Careful. When they have sweet, sweet names for you. Yes. I'm not talking of men with sweet names. Ladies. Yes. You meet a man today. Oh, my love. You know? <laughs> Careful. Verse 4. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison. In the end, she is as what? Bitter as poison. As dangerous as a double-edged sword. You, the Bible is describing what an immoral woman is. And you are not afraid. She is as dangerous as a double-edged sword. A sword that can cut this way and cut that way. Yes. Cut both ways. Verse 5. Let's go. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. Her feet lead straight to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. Verse 6. For she cares nothing about the path of life. You know if you're a brother around here and you are aware that there's a sister, oh, brother A has slept, Titus has done his thing. Mm. Eric has done his thing with the same girl. Abednego did it last month. <laughs> Do you understand? And then you see another brother trying around the same sister, right? Then you, you sit down there and you've, you, are, you are making that lady or sister your next target. You are a fool. What you don't know is that a sister like that cares nothing about the path that leads to life. What she does is she staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. So this person is lost. Then you two, you want to be lost. So you are contemplating. If you are angry, I'm teaching Because sometimes, young men, you have this fascination with a, 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 a loser. <laughs> a, a loser, not in a sense of what, how you understand. I, I, just for lack of better words, like she's a loser. Like she's loose. Yes. So she's loose. But, so I don't know how to, she's a loser. So don't understand the loser as, I want to use loose. <laughs> They understand she's loose. 
So you have this. Like it's easy for you. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. There are some sisters I respect in the church. Since I've started, I've never seen. But you can tell me I'm wrong. I, I didn't say that I'm always right. I've never seen them toying around with boys so much in the church. And I have respect for them. One of them is Natasha. If you're a boy here and she has come and tell me, then I, I erase the records. Yes. Others are like bees. They move from here. Chen, 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 chen. records. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah, she may be nice to everyone, but I've not seen like somebody who is like, you, you jump from here to jump to this, to jump to that. Some of you have even jumped into mine holes, ant holes, mole hills. Is it, it should be obvious to tell somebody who isn't so easy to go to. And I believe sisters must have that outward buffer against bad boys. Do you understand? If you see Nyamai smiling, it doesn't make him a good guy. All boys are dangerous. (laughs) All boys are dangerous. Yes. His, His smile notwithstanding, it shouldn't be easy for him to just walk up to you and then tell you something. I think I'm saying something here. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? I can pick at least one or two. Yeah. Exemplary in that regard. Valerie, if you're going to be a powerful woman, eh, boys should find it hard to come and talk nonsense to you. Do you understand? Yeah, when they are coming, they should say, mm, what will she do? What will she do? You, they don't think, what will she do? Oh, Karibu. <laughs> I'm not going to come down today. <laughs> yeah. You see, you don't know this, but boys are supposed to be afraid of girls. It's the way of nature. Yeah. Because I, how God has created men, and when we see you women, you are too wonderful for us. Like you are overwhelming. We are somewhat supposed to be afraid. So when we are not afraid, we come to you, Charlie, can we go now? I say, well, I've, I've been waiting, let's go. <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. Do you understand? That's why when men have not discovered their way about you, they treat you with a certain reverence. True or not true? Yes. You, now when you call, they don't pick your call. When you text, they don't text back. They've seen everything. Do you understand? And I don't know, it, it is a very mystical thing. And maybe God has his own wisdom as to why he made it so. Yeah. You shouldn't be one of those girls that if you're going to be a great woman, all these boys should be careful how they approach you and talk to you. And I'm not, I'm not talking about rudeness. There should be a certain 
you know, hey, you can go and talk anyhow to when you come here, Charlie. Behave yourself. And you are not saying it. It's just, it's just, you exhume it. Do you understand? You just exhume it. You're not saying it. You're just exhuming that um, confidence. Are, are you listening to me? Yes. And that's how you keep off all the nonsense boys until the right one breaks through. In case you are pretending you didn't hear what I said. That's God's or nature's way of you keeping out all the rubbish outside until the right one breaks through to you. So you see that by the time you're marrying as a young lady, you don't have too many body counts. You can talk of one failed relationship. That one you entered it when you were... You know, third year, you were lonely, but it lasted just five months. Oh, oh by the way, he, he didn't even touch me. Uh-huh. That's number one. Then number two, you know, I was thinking we're going to finish university and, you know, uh-huh. and then it, it happened. But, but, oh, but just twice. And then now the right one comes, you are married. So you can talk of one, two. Your body count will make me an archbishop. I said your body count alone is capable of me submitting my papers to Gitonga to be ordained as an archbishop. With a mega church, you alone. (laughs) It's enough to make me an archbishop. When will you stop? So I'm teaching you in this church. Yes. That's why many women never tell the truth about how many relationships they have because it's too embarrassing. The answer you get is, oh, you're you're the second guy I've been with. You're the second man I've been with. You're the third man. But to tell you concretely, Yeah, they will never say it. Yeah? So perhaps the ones I taught in their mid-twenties will do right, you know, and they are, they, they're just looking at me and whiling away time. It's perhaps time to teach this younger generation to be differently focused. Yes. And to achieve some things in their own lives. Thank you. Are you here? She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. Verse 6, verse 7. Verse 7. So now, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I'm about to say. What is he about to say? Verse 8. <laughs> Stay away from her. (laughs) What do you do? Don't go near the door of her house. Hmm. Stay 
away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. Verse 9. If you do, Peter, if you do, Alukwe, if you do, James, if you do, Cliff, if you do, Koana, if you do, you will lose your honor and will lose to merciless people all you have achieved. If you do, Kwani, what will go wrong if I do? You will lose your honor. <laughs> and will lose to merciless people all you have achieved. Is it the only reason you will do is because you have achieved nothing? I said, the only reason you will do is to. Number one, where where you have no honor. Number two, you have achieved nothing. The only reason you will walk yourself into a brothel, into a whole house, young man, if you even jam, I'm going to say it. I said the only reason you will take your 50 bob and walk confidently, broad daylight, down the road where someone mentioned that street to me in town. No, Koenange is a bit up class. I'm talking of the dingy. The reason you put 50 bob into your pocket and walk down River Road, yeah, I think it was Kevin I was having a conversation with, and walk down River Road, do you understand? And a girl comes and put a woman comes and put her arms around your shoulder and say customer and you willingly like a sheep will follow her is because number one you have no honor number two you have no achievement imagine me walking down river road and you are watching me enter such a place I have something to lose. So when you see men entering such dingy places, they have no honor. Number two, if, for example, if you are the president, do you have something to lose? And then you see the president down river road with 50 bob in his pocket. What will happen in this country? The whole country will say, impeach the president, right? If you have something to lose, you don't walk into her house. You will lose your honor and what you have achieved. That is why, like you see, someone has become a president, then somebody rises up and says, oh, he molested me. You know, like Trump. Yeah, and he's taken to court. Or that like one, one of the princes, is it Prince Andrew or one of them, you know, has lost his privilege as a prince because of his association with this uh, Winston guy. Yeah, some of you don't even know what we are talking about, you know. 
Do you understand? Yeah. You see, so if you have something to lose, you lose it. He's no longer regarded like, say, a priest with privileges. Because if you can be taking your money and flying prostitutes and sleep, no, you lose something. I'm teaching you because some of you don't know how the world operates. If you have no honor and you have nothing you have achieved, it will be easy for you to just live this kind of reckless life. Are you following? And many of you young men here, you are, you're, you're, you're reckless because you, Charlie, you have nothing to lose. If at all you died that same day, you only ha- had 50 bob on you. <laughs> And they don't want me to teach this. I'm going to teach it. Verse 10. As long as I'm teaching from the Bible. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. He's not even in the right chapter. He's first chronicles. He has got to second. Uh, The Harry must be a lot of Harry. Strangers will consume your wealth. And someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. Are you following my son, I've been teaching you all this for years. Oh, mm-hmm. instead of coming to give offering, you are going down River Road. Mm-hmm. In the end, you will groan in anguish when gonorrhea consumes your body. <laughs> you will groan in your body when you go to stand there to shushu. You see that you're having. A preaching time with yourself. Oh, you don't you, you don't even speak in tongues, but you see that you start making sounds and groanings of the spirit. Everybody comes and leaves. Everybody comes and leaves. You alone, you are still there because the urine is in Kisumu, and you have to transport the urine from Kisumu to where you are. And the thing about this disease is that they are so ashamed that when you get them, you don't seek treatment outright. You are ashamed to go and tell the doctor, oh doctor, I put it there and I put it here and then I got this. And then the nature of man makes it difficult for them to seek treatment. It's embarrassing to go and see there's a um, I've got no rear. Yes, I've got no cuckoos. So a lot of times men just, you know, suck it in. Yeah, until it becomes extreme. And some of you don't know that gonorrhea has the capacity to damage your sperm bank and the quality of your sperm bank. It has the ability to eat all the way into your brain. Gonorrhea, syphilis. So some of you brothers who act abnormally, we we, we shouldn't even think far. (laughs) The thing has traveled upstairs. And is having a party upstairs. So when you see Titus behaving some kind way, you see that the thing has traveled upstairs. Next time you see him misbehaving, ask him, Charlie, has he traveled upstairs? 
You see, this Bible, eh? eh? I watched something and the Pope, a certain Pope was asked a certain question. And the Pope said, the Bible is not like an iPhone that can be upgraded. It cannot be upgraded. This was written how many thousands of years ago that diseases will consume your body. It was as true then, thousands of years ago, as it is true now. But if you bring your first iPhone, your first Motorola, it has no value today. But what is written here in this book thousands of years ago is as true today as it will be for the next thousand years. That's why the Bible is never upgraded. Because if it's upgraded, some of you, you buy phones, um, last year's phone and you are throwing it away this year. I mean like you're bourgeois. <laughs> huh? the, when the new one comes, Charlie, out with the old. You can't do that to the Bible. That's why everything written in the Bible, the standard of it and the letter and spirit of it cannot be changed to suit modern society. You know, the Bible, let us, you know, let's, let's make it relevant. You don't have the power to make the Bible relevant. <laughs> you know, some things we shouldn't preach about it, you know. I mean, how can you be talking about the blood of Jesus? It makes the church look like we are vampires. Yes, we are vampires. <laughs> Careful. Hey, if you are, there are certain sick, sicknesses, diseases, when you have, you go to the hospital, they're going to ask to put blood in your system. Yes, you would require blood. At that time, you are not vampire. Me, I come to church and I drink fruit juice and I say, it's the blood of Jesus. Now me be vampire. <laughs> yes. But then the spiritual significance of that sacrament or holy act on my life far outweighs when you go and they put blood of strangers in your body. Yes. When you, when you go and do blood transfusion, that's the name. Careful. Diseases will consume your body. Verse 12. You will say, how I hated my sons. I'm talking to, ah, come on now. You're acting like the church is empty. You have gone home. Oh, how I hated Hmm. I like that. In fact, this is the most wonderful word I've read today. How I hated. Hmm. You are not saying it well. How I hated. Oh. How I hated. How I hated. Some of you seated here, you hate discipline. Grown ups. Young men alike, you hate discipline. Anything that is regimented for some of you, you hate it. 
Two of my dogs hate discipline. Of all the dogs I have, two are extreme. I've, I've, I, I have entered a season to put discipline in their lives. All the dogs I have that are disciplined, I don't have wahala with them. When I'm with my Dante, no, he's disciplined. No wahala. These two are rascals. Wow. Dog can be disciplined, very disciplined. When I left the house very early in the morning, he didn't do his toilet. He will not do it. He will wait for me to come home. You are a human being, no? Hater of discipline. Listen to the teaching. You are a human being. The ones that hate discipline. Oh, he's away. We are feeling the deed. Let's do it here. When he comes, he's going to clean it. So when I go, I'll see. The difference is always clear. The discipline have waited. The, is it in discipline or undisciplined? Indiscipline. The indiscipline. You think they are minding me? They're not minding me. Yes. Sometimes I watch my dogs when there's a mess and I'm cleaning. Dante will just sit there. He's looking at me. He's like, oh, these people are giving my father trouble. And the people who have caused the mess, they don't even give it a thought. I can literally see sympathy in his eyes when I'm, I've come back home and then I'm now cleaning. He just looks at me like, I wish I can help you. But the doers of the mess, oh, they are sleeping somewhere. <laughs> oh, how I hate. I said, some of you seated here, you hate anything called discipline. Some have not had it all their life. Then I have come with a dosage of discipline for them. They don't like me. Come to church, 7 a.m. Ah. Mm. Mm. Is it by force? Is it by force to be pastor of pastor's fellowship? I, I, I'll, I'll come at uh, 8 o'clock. <laughs> I don't go there. I don't go there. <laughs> I got a point now. Not this, any form. It, Hey, people rebel because somebody has decided to introduce you to discipline. So last week I decided that I'm going to start teaching this to discipline. Yes. Hey, they don't even like you putting collar around their neck and say, oh, come, come, let's walk. He said, walk, wapi. Huh, don't put it, remove it. And see that people don't know this. You see, you you will easily enjoy the company of a disciplined person than you will an indisciplined person. I go every I can go everywhere with Dante and, and one other <laughs> or one another one other. Yes, but unless this becomes discipline, I can't go anywhere with them. Somebody would think that I'm, I'm brutal and killing the dogs. Do you understand? Because of their behavior, they are rascals, they are indisciplined. Then when I want to go somewhere, who will make good company? The disciplined one. So some of you, there are places you could have been taken. And there are people you could go with to interesting, 
powerful places and you are never taken because you are in discipline. Even when you eat, some of you demonstrate in discipline. The church is hot. What is he talking about? Yes. <laughs> Even when you drink, you exhibit in discipline. When you are drinking, the whole area can hear. Now you want your boss to take you to a party or a, a breakfast where his other big short colleagues are for you to go and drink for the whole village to hear your, 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 I, I, I forgot the, the yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I said, even whilst eating, you demonstrate it. If you like, get angry. I'm also teaching you table manners. church is hot. Yes. I mean, what does this man think? He, he, I mean, he's, he's even happy to teach us about table manners. Yeah? Hey, your indiscipline eh, will close many doors in your face. Oh, how I hated discipline. Is it who, who deceived you that a person who is trying to discipline you hates you. Whoever programmed you like that has done you great harm. Because once you become disciplined, believe you me, there are places your discipline will take you. Not your money. Your discipline. Who will take you in their private jet to suffer from your armpit for four hours in the air. You have no discipline in showering. Even to shower. You shower as and when you feel. It's hot now. We should close the church. I, I have people to pray for. I'll just pray for them. If you are not interested in what I'm teaching, it's fine. Yeah. Who is going to put you in their private jet to suffer for, for, for six hours in the air from your bad breath? And on top of it, you two, you don't close your mouth. So if I teach many years ago and I say, brush your teeth, oh, brush it. Oh, there he goes again. No. Who will, where will you go with your indisciplined self? In your dressing, you are indisciplined. Some of you, if left to your own natural debased self, you will walk to the office with a crock and tell the human resource, Kwani, what is all this? What is this? They are very comfortable. I know I'm coming to be here for about another eight hours, so I need something very comfortable. They are very, they are very comfortable. Yes. Hmm. You may joke with what I'm teaching, 
But I'm telling you, you see, just like we're going to finish that line, some of you will say what he has said eh? years later. If, If only I had not ignored all the warnings. That's what he said. If you marry a very good man, if you marry a very good man, who was so good to the point that he didn't want to kiss you, he didn't want to, there are few, there are few around here. There are few around here. Don't mind these harmless looking brothers. They are dangerous, walking, walking, walking dynamites. You know, if you, if you marry a good brother who is so good that he wanted to do right by you, so he didn't touch you, he didn't kiss you, he didn't do all of that, you know. And says, let's reserve it, my dear, for the day um, when we marry. All right? Only for him to discover that your mouth stinks. He's getting to know it on the day the pastor said, you may now kiss the bride. From that moment, the marriage has started collapsing. Especially, is it what I'm teaching you? You may you may joke with life is not as many of you see. If I have had a life of discipline and care, what makes you think that in the name of love I will I will tolerate your halitosis? What makes, if I I have maintained a life of, that's why soldiers rarely live among civilians. Because the, 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 the extreme is too much. You just see soldiers beating everybody in the area. The level of indiscipline in the civilian populace is so much that a soldier that has been trained in the army will rarely do well in the bigger world. So they are kept in the barracks with other disciplined human beings. When they, whenever they descend into town, just see, you see somebody will get a slap right now and it will be on video. <laughs> you see the altercations that always will happen in town. A soldier, he, he, he can't understand. Why are you so indisciplined? You see people misbehaving in traffic and then a soldier will get down and walk to the car and say, move. Thank you, sir. He's not going to talk. Have you seen that before? He's not going to talk. He's just going to get down from his car and say, move. You see, the difference between civilians and soldiers is so... So I'm telling you, before one day you say, if I had only, if only I had not ignored all the warnings, I want you to know that what if you are so fortunately blessed to marry a young man from a decent home, a well-to-do home, well-disciplined, catered for, you have ta- you are trying to take your Dandora things into a high-level place. And you think he's just going to sit around and allow you to mess his happiness and his life in the name of, oh, love. So not knowing what God has prepared for you, take the path of discipline. I'm going to repeat what I just said. Not knowing what God has prepared for you, take the path of discipline. It may come back to serve you well. It will come back to serve you well. 
you don't know where you will be tomorrow. Do you understand? I mean, imagine that from nowhere, everybody was just rustling around the deputy president, rustling around the governor, rustling around the, um, an MP. Then he said, oh, I like you. Come and be my personal secretary. The first day you report to work, the man has to leave his office for another 24 hours. Personal secretary has sacked the boss with her presence. So God has lifted you, but you have failed yourself and you have lost favor. Uh, I'm going to say it for free. Many women don't know that. A man can lose his erection just because of a bad smell. I mean, if he's correct. I'm not talking of these incorrect ones. You see, your mother is not going to tell you. Your father is not going to tell you. Me who has volunteered myself to you are looking at me like I am I'm too something. The construct of a man is not the same as the construct of a woman. For some reason, a woman can endure many things, including bad smell. I don't know why. A woman can endure many things, including a bad smell. Yes. That's why they can clean poo-poo. Easy than men can clean poo-poo. A man is put off by it. A woman is not put off by it. She'll clean the mess. So she can also endure a man that is in two, you know, you got a point now. As I'm teaching, if you like, learn something, if you like, just just argue with me in your head. It's also fine. But when you now reverse it, it's a different thing altogether. Did you understand? Unless you are not correct, she's not correct. Two incorrect people will do very well. I'm smelling, you're smelling. Two smelling people. I don't smell your bad smell. You don't smell. We have mixed it. But I'm saying one correct and one incorrect. There's a disconnect. (laughs) And they have left the church. How can you return from work, young lady, and you have to be forced to shower? (laughs) How? You have returned from work. You have been out there 12 hours sweating, shoo-shooing, eating, going to toilet, doing whatever. And when you return home, somebody has to force you to shower. Do you hate yourself that much? Okay, I think you're asking yourself, who has made, which girl has made me angry? Nobody has made me angry. (laughs) I'm teaching Imagine you're a lawyer and an important client worth millions of, 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 of CDs or even millions of dollars. Uh, my honor, allow me to confer with my client. Um, don't confer. It's okay, just talk to the judge. <laughs> I'm ready to go to jail. 
Don't come and confer here. <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. Just, I trust you. Go ahead. Please go ahead. And then by the time you finish, you tell the, his secretary, get me a new lawyer. Is it? It's not your father's village chasing you. It's not your mother's village. You are chasing yourself. Because of indiscipline. When you wake up, young man, brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. I mean, what, who, who is giving you the feeling that you, you, are, you, are, you are supposed to live like an animal? Show me one animal, show me one creation of God apart from man that cares about brushing their teeth or their hygiene. So you cannot reduce yourself to the level of an animal. If a goat doesn't shower till they kill the goat, that day they kill it is that day it showers. I don't know if I'm making sense to you. Discipline. Wake up. Have a regular time you wake up. Have a regular time you wake up. Young lady, have a regular time you wake up. Young man, have a regular time you wake up. Nothing, no matter what happens, you will not be found sleeping after a certain time. Have discipline. Have a regular time, you poo-poo. You don't go everywhere poo-pooing. You cannot have a regular time to poo-poo for one reason. And I'll tell you why. Because you do not have a regular time for eating. All through the day you are eating. When you are putting something in, you have to get the rest out. Everywhere you go, you are eating samosa, you are eating sausage, you are eating this, you are eating that, you are eating that, you are eating that. Ah, you have topped it up melon, pineapple, oranges, granite, boilo. Then, after you create a chemistry lab in your stomach, then reaction starts taking place in your stomach. <laughs> I'm teaching, no, I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching. Well, I'm a jam. Yet next Sunday you still come and listen and jam again and then come and listen because you know deep down is the truth. How, if only I had not ignored all the warnings. Some of you, you are one last warning away from your final warning. No more warning for you. No more warnings. Whatever you want to do, do. <laughs> Verse 13. It's not even, you see, when I just want to pass by, it becomes the main service. Oh! Why didn't I listen to my teachers? Hey, you, you, you feel that when you sit before the paper, when they were teaching 
Simultaneous equation. You are, you are writing love letters to a boy. Then when they now put the paper before you now, and the question is simultaneous, you say, I, why didn't I listen when I was being taught that? <laughs> Every exam's day is a day of regret for some. Yes. <laughs> for many. You got the point now? Yeah? When you should have been reading, you were watching Vanessa soap opera. Vanessa, is there a soap opera cover? I found one. <laughs> Vanessa. Paloma. <laughs> now go and write Paloma under the simultaneous equation. <laughs> Why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I should have listened. No, I said some people. This will be their language many years down the line. Why didn't I listen? Why didn't I pay attention? Yeah. When I was being told this, I should have listened. When I was being instructed to do this, I should have taken it seriously. Because by that time, it becomes too late. Why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? Verse fourteen. I have come to the brink of utter ruin and now I must face public disgrace. Like the doctor I was talking about at anachinosis. Was there anachinosis? Yes. Like many professionals who come to the brink of utter ruin. Many professionals who face public disgrace. You were told stealing is not good. You have used your high and mighty position to steal. Now you are being disgraced. You see them now, thanks to COVID, they now use masks to cover their face so nobody can take pictures. Oh, so, so, so and so is a thief. Yeah? Before they used to use their own um, hood and all that, thanks to COVID, they've learned something better. <laughs> Something decent. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because if you have something to lose, it's, it becomes a public word. Disgrace. Yes. Verse 15. Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Share your love only with. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to come to public word disgrace. So the King James, so that if you read it, you don't get confused. The King James says, drink water from your own system. King James is um, coding it. (laughs) Carry your own water bottle. Give me your water bottle. You see, it doesn't belong to me. I should be uncomfortable trying to drink from a Venus water bottle. That's the King James. If you want to understand. Do you understand? Yes. I can't just pick her water bottle and then I'm drinking from it. It's not mine. It's for her. You get a point now. Stop admiring her water bottle. You want to know what is inside? Oh, the lipstick. Ah, I get a point now. <laughs> so when I see the lipsticks, I become uncomfortable. 
I can't drink from her water bottle. So that's what King James. Drink waters out of thine own kisted and running waters out of thine own well. So if you read King James and you are not a Bible student like some of us, you may not understand it. <laughs> you got a point now? Yeah. Hey, if you are in discipline as a bachelor, you will be in discipline as a married man. If you are thinking that marriage will stop you from jumping from one gear, gear, one jabber to another, is a lie. It doesn't. Yeah. Some of you brothers, your level of libido. <laughs> Do you understand? Your level of libido. Lake Victoria is envying you. When I see Stano, I can tell he has a very high libido. When I see Stano, I can tell he has a very high level of libido. One day if he marries, he can have sex every day. He looks like the kind. No off day. No off days. Kill a siku. No rest days. People are doing leg days, stomach days, biceps and triceps day. He doesn't do no off days. <laughs> Any time is a good time. <laughs> Those are not the kind of men that you go and do, I'm not in a mood. <laughs> I have a headache. Those are not the kind of men you go and do, I'm not in a mood. I'm not in a mood. I have a headache. Hey, you have a headache. Uh, me, I don't have a headache. It's okay. Allow me. I don't have a headache. Those are not the kind. And if you do it once, twice, you know, you look for another supplier. For, for your off days. <laughs> Careful. Are you listening at all? Or you have gone home? <laughs> Some sisters also have high libido. And I think that one is a problem. <laughs> I think that one is also a problem. Yes, I think that one. You can't have that level of high libido. If you know that you have a high level of libido, marry a man that will match your energy. Monkeys play in sizes. <laughs> match, marry somebody who can, I'm telling you, it can become your source of frustration as a woman. Your libido is like Lake Victoria. Then you go and marry somebody like Rivatana. <laughs> Ever dry. <laughs> this guy, when he has sex today, he wants to think about sex next month. You, you are ever ready. You see, what I'm teaching, you may ignore what I'm saying. Right? You may ignore what I'm saying. Marry somebody who matches your level. Yes. 
So if you are high and he's high, do you understand? And he wants you always be ready for him. That's that's you see, there's let me break it down for you. The man has a high libido. Hmm? The woman doesn't. It's a disconnect. The woman has a high libido. The man doesn't have a high libido. That's another disconnect. Then let me give you another scenario. You don't have libido at all. <laughs> that is how you close the teaching. Do you understand? There's always all these extremes. Somebody akuna mingi. Where where? Auna. So this one has a problem. The guy not have it also have a problem. So what do you need? You need to just be katikati. Yes, just be a balanced person. And then everybody will be happy. No frustrations in this life. You see, I'm assuming that you may be a, a good Christian and may not explore. So I'm teaching you the things you should look out for. But I know you, you are an explorer, so. But you see, this is where the deception comes from. During courtship, dating, when you're having a lot of sex, illegal sex, you may think that that's what you will, like, um, enter into the marriage with. Only to be met by this rude awakening that, ah, Charlie, it was different then. <laughs> Do you understand? When the marriage now happens, then you see that the guy goes back to default setting, and then the lady goes to default setting. It's because when you are stealing something, it's very thrilling. And Stano looks like he has just had 12 hours of sex. He looks like he has just come from a marathon. <laughs> I should leave him alone. I should. <laughs> he looks like he has just come from some four rounds. He's looking to me like he has just come from some three rounds. <laughs> and by the way, ladies... Stano has a quality you should look for in a man. All these easily offended, jittery, when you uh, guys, when you're teasing them, they're like, mm, I'm the emperor. Be careful how you talk. Uh, be careful. Marry somebody that you can toy with sometimes. So when you see me toying with somebody, look at the person well. Eh? Engage their reaction. It may help you decide well. Yes, there are people in the church. When I mention them and I'm trying to toy with them, they just flow. Like somebody like Mandela, he just flow. He just flow. It also tells you the kind of husband he's going to be. They understand. Then there's another person like Gohan. When I'm. <laughs> It also tell you the kind of husband. Those are the ones you don't joke around them. Every day is discipline. Discipline. 
There must be discipline in this house. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> and then there's another group. There's another group. You've mentioned they're like, yeah, what do you like what what's it? Uh, like they are uh uh-huh. uh they are different groups. You also watch them. <laughs> One is going to be indifferent to all your yeah, to everything. One is going to be indifferent to everything. And then one is going to be, eh, let's be serious here. <laughs> and then another is going to give you the opportunity to get a lot of fun out of poking him, teasing him. You got a point now. Are you clap for this teacher. <laughs> no jokes in the house. No jokes in the house. No jokes. Let's be, people must be very disciplined in this house. Uh, <laughs> careful. Verse 16. <laughs> the, the worst kind are the aloof ones. <laughs> the aloof ones. Do you understand? <laughs> Don't show you any emotion. <laughs> Should I mention some names here? <laughs> I'm your pastor. I know all of you. I know all of you. But I've never talked to him before. How does he know me? You have been seated here every Sunday. I've been looking at you. I've been teaching. I know you. You'll be surprised how much I know you. <laughs> so Stadon looks like he's just come from four rounds. <laughs> so he, the, he goes, he's talking to my son, right? Then he says, why spill the water of your springs? You see, the water of your springs, he's talking about the generative ability of your body to produce sperm. That's the spring. Why waste it in the streets having sex with just anyone? It's hot. Hey, some of you sisters, somebody meet you in the Matatu. Between, between Nyayo and town, you are getting down with him in town. He has gone to buy you K-chicks, K-chips, K-chicks, Kenwood. <laughs> Whatever it is. And then from Ken Kenchik straight to one you used to call that name, was it? Uh Samakiwawili. So within five hours of meeting a man, you have already had sex. Not in any nice place. One Samakiwawili like that. One Samakiwa will managed by Njuguna. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Why waste it? Yeah. When you tell young men this, they wonder, what do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. Verse 17. You should reserve it for yourselves. 
Never share it with strangers. 18. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. Wife of your old age. He's talking to the young men. You are aging. Some of you are 38. I'm talking to brothers. Some of you are 35. As I have taught you for years, it hasn't occurred to you that you should do the exemplary thing. It's the wife of your youth, not the wife of your old age. I listen to me. If I were a young lady and I'm getting ready to marry and the man who wants to marry me is a 50-year-old man, a 45-year-old man, um, 48, 50, 52-year-old man. And he's the one who wants to marry you. And I ask, have you married before? He says, no. Now, I can tell you a few things that will happen to you. <laughs> and why that is a dangerous path. It's even different from a divorcee. It's different from a divorcee. Like the man is, he's married before. Do you understand? And it so happens that where he is now, he isn't married, right? He's a different, he falls into a different category. But this man, he's lived all his life. He's 45, he's 48, he's 50, he's 52, 53, 55. Never married before. I can tell you, you'll be an unhappy wife. Because a lot of factors come into place. I thought that he's so selfish. I should move away from this topic. <laughs> I thought he's, he's been so selfish. So you going into marriage with such a person, you have to watch out because you may never get a lot of love from him. He may expect from you, but you may never get from him. Hmm. Number two, he's going to be very territorial. That's the kind of marriage that is so, oh, my toothpaste, your toothpaste. Yeah, he's been set in his way. He, he's, he's, <laughs> that's the kind of marriage, your towel, my towel. <laughs> All this side of the wardrobe is mine. You can use this too. <laughs> you can use this too. <laughs> you can use this too. I get in a message. All this, all this is my own place. You, you can use this too. I should move away from <laughs> Alukwe is telling me to move away from <laughs> Okay, let me move away <laughs> I can tell you so many hurdles that you are going to face yeah. So many hurdles 
Hey, you are not going to succeed in easily pleasing such a man. You will never be able to please him. <laughs> I mean, I you not kill me in this church. <laughs> The troubles in that segment. I'm just showing you the troubles in that segment. <laughs> so all these brothers around here growing old without settling down. <laughs> the first night after the wedding is going to be okay. You know, you're going to have a nice time. And then it's going to hit him that, oh, my bed has another person. <laughs> the first night, he's not going to choose which side of the bed is his. Yeah. After a couple of nights, he's going to say, um, let's agree here. I like this side of the bed, if you don't mind. And um, please... From henceforth, this is my side, and um, please. Um. <laughs> okay, oh. let me move away. I'm, I'm causing too much wahala. Verse 19 and 20, let's go. <laughs> if he's divorced, he's handled a woman before. If he's divorced, he's handled a woman before. In fact, you, um, another advantage, okay, they'll say I'm encouraging some, some things, so let me not say it. <laughs> I can tell you one or two advantages. Do you understand? Yes. So, but if you take the other segment, eh, the things, the, the, the hurdles, in fact, you, you, will, you are likely to spend your years of marriage feeling like a stranger in your marital home. Nothing in that house belongs to you. Hey, before you came, the sufurias were there. <laughs> Once in a while, he's going to come around the kitchen and say, uh, excuse me, can, can we find a better way of making sure the sulfurous remains sparkling clean? Because he has done the sparkling clean ever. <laughs> oh man. You just, you as the wife or the woman, you just be, ah, what am I doing here? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Then Saturday he will take his own time and do the (laughs) sufuri. The way it used to be. (laughs) General cleaning. (laughs) It's like I've brought somebody home who is not helping at all. (laughs) Oh man. Jehovah. <laughs> oh, how? Well, I know they finish. <laughs> you see that when you wake up, 
Mrs. You wake up, you feel like a stranger in the house. <laughs> Come and pay consultation. <laughs> anyway, she's a loving dear, a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Women who like hiding their breasts away from us. The Bible says it is supposed to satisfy your husband. Always, not kababa. Niamuze, siom niamutoto. Niamuze. You got a point now. Yeah. Is that another verse? There's verse 20. What does it say? Verse 20. Verse 20. There should be verse 20. Why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or fondle the breasts of a promiscuous woman? Start no. Why? Why? (laughs) Mandela, why? When you can have a wife, why would you rather choose this over that? That's what he's trying to teach his son. Young men here, you can have a wife rather than this other. That's what he's trying to tell. You can have this. Now a wife who helps you and does than to have this. Why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or fondle the breasts, plural, the breasts of a promiscuous woman? Kohana, why? When you can have this and then not endanger yourself with the other, why would you rather want this one? Start, no, why? Nyamai, why? Why would you rather want this other one? Why? I'm mentioning their names. Chris, why? Why would you rather have this one and not the other? One comes with danger. Why? Abednego, why? Amos, why? Titus, why? By the way, if you know Titus's girlfriend, come and see me in the office. I have, I have a handsome reward for you. All these boys, I must investigate them. I don't like all these chini amaji brothers. So come and tell me, I'll give you a handsome reward. Yes. I always see him as a very dangerous boy. He's dangerous. <laughs> Someone like Titus will break your heart and just be cool. <laughs> Adonai. He'll break your heart and come and sing Adonai for you. 
You, you now you leave the church. <laughs> when you see the breaker of your heart now coming to do Adonai, and maybe your favorite song is Adonai. <laughs> Say, let me go somewhere else. All these young men, they owe me church members. Those of you who owe me church members, start replacing my church members. Titus, are you listening? I want to see my church members being replaced. Mandela, Kimutai, replace all my church members. We are still in my son, my son. <laughs> replace all my church members Cliff, Kohana like is it, I can't exempt any of them replace all my church members the only person I can say with certainty doesn't have to replace anybody to me is Chris with certainty with certainty like I can, I can hit my chest like this he, he, he doesn't owe me the rest of you, you are all candidates of restoration <laughs> even fortune even fortune owes me a church member <laughs> Go on, go on, go on. No, oh, go on also. He doesn't owe me. Go on, doesn't owe me. As for the studio, they owe me one center. <laughs> this church eh, is a mega church. Oh. If I collect all the broken hearted. And then I just bring them back. Like this Sunday, a bus is coming to the park. And the name of the bus is Bus for the Broken Hearted. It will be three buses. <laughs> it will be odd. I'm not talking of the Matatu. I'm talking of the bigger bus. Although the one you used to use, what's the name? City Hopper. Eh? I will have between three to four named Bus for the Broken Hearted. <laughs> So people have their own bus. So people will share a bus. You got a point now. <laughs> hey Lord. Father Lord. Have mercy on my life. <laughs> Can you imagine? One person will have a whole bus. Hey. Some brothers will have to buy three to four seats in somebody's bus. So can you spare me three spaces for my broken hearted? (laughs) Normally it is the pastor who is 
misbehaving and his behavior is sucking the church members. They are looking for another pastor to go. The people who leave our church, eh, they love me as their pastor, but there's somebody here they hate with a passion. Like I'm the pastor of people that are hated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got a point now, yeah? Normally you hear, oh, the pastor has a girlfriend in the choir. You know, they are two girls are fighting in the choir over the pastor, you know. There are three girls in the dancing stars. Very soon the dancing stars and the choir are going to have a boxing match. Mm, normally, then you see the church is being me, the centers, I have brothers here who are keeping away centers. If, we, if one Sunday we are doing, um, how do we, should we call it, the return of the exiles. <laughs> eh? No, the broken hearted will be part of the exile team. Yeah, so the basis for the broken hearted will be about three to four. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> why would you rather have this are you listening I think it's up to 22 isn't it for the Lord sees clearly what a man does examining every path he takes verse 22 an evil man is held captive by his own sins and there are ropes that catch and hold him careful you know, so over the years, in order for you, he would die for lack of self. Hey, as a man, there is more. He would die for lack of self-control. And you see, one of the things you develop as a discipline, or that comes as a, a secondary consequence of discipline, is self-control. Self-control. Hey. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. The Bible is deep like that. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. May we not walk in foolishness. Your amen is weak. I said may we not walk in foolishness. So, my son and we've done that in the church. I'm talking of like over the years. I'm not the only one who has that. My pastors have taught similar. When they had the branches, they've taught similar. Maybe some people in the branches thought, oh, she's been to something. They have been to something. But we've taught all this. Are you following? Yes. It's not the message I brought to you. But I can't just bypass scriptures like that. Yes. So next Sunday, I will conclude on my son. Yes. Why are sons needed? Yes. They're needed for something. Do you get it? Yeah. Like Oga Clinton has passed by. If he was a son, if he was a son, he wouldn't have left it. Yeah. Sons are needed for building. You understand? The one you are needed to build. So Careful. I should move away from this topic. <laughs> hey, let me close by saying this. If, if 
you know this church, if you know your pastor, you can be easily deceived to think that we are fighting. Truth is, you are the one fighting. People get to learn much later that Charlie, I, I was fighting alone. It takes two people to fight. You can be easily fighting an invisible. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're greatly loved. Meanwhile, you're greatly liked. Meanwhile, you're greatly cared for. But you can easily be deceived that you're... Like, if you take your mother or your father, you may easily think you're fighting with your father. He, he's not fighting you. It hasn't... Like, your father hasn't taught he's fighting you, Francis. No! But you, you have registered it. No, I'm fighting with Muse. Muse has hasn't thought about it. So in that fight, you are alone. And then you're going to realize that, ah, my anger against Muse was unfounded. Do you understand? So sometimes some people are in a fight all by themselves. When you see me, you're doing, you get asthma. Then die alone. You understand? Because if your father descends into the ring with you, it's a different matter. As a father, what he does to you, he calls it discipline. You call it fight. He calls it discipline because he knows there's no way on equal footing two of you can fight. Rise up on your feet. I'm going to do an akinosis and I'm going to just choose one of you to stand here and lead the 12 hours. <laughs> because sometimes people think it's a joke. I'll choose one high heel wearing sister. 12 hours. <laughs> 12 hours. Yeah. Yes, in the high hills. <laughs> well, if you don't become a cripple after that. <laughs> the days some people who call themselves Christians pray for six hours, they, they feel like spirits. You're being trained well. Even for your level as just a church member, I want you to know that you are being trained well. Yeah. Lift up your two hands. I want us to pray for the spirit of discipline and self-control. Yeah, pray for the spirit of discipline and the spirit of self-control that it will envelop you. It will be part of your life. Nobody is your enemy. You're being guided on a righteous path. It takes discipline to work on it. It takes self-control to work on it. It takes discipline to stay the course. It takes discipline to fight to the end. Lift your voice and pray. For the spirit of discipline to be instilled in you. 
Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yanda Maria da Bahaya Babo Sende Diadai. Grazuza Dande de Bedege de Baria Tapahaya. Ratuamba da Totembri de Scavua. Yande Malende le Masendo Dodoboshanda Baha. Ikape kape kape la ma adus. Ilelele malelele malelele malema mama 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 sadias. Grazuza takapaya. Raise an army of men, Lord. Raise an army of women from this assembly, from this church. Raise an army of young men. Raise an army of young ladies. Jesus. Lambro Sandi de Dele Mazando Zozos. Inde Malengras Kabadus Kebere Andabaha. Antabola Malamana Manama. Aduma ye kapai Glendi rimbo sazus Lift your hands Father we thank you I declare over this church I declare over your people, it shall be well with us. I declare over the destinies, over the future of your people, it shall be well with them. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you Lord for preserving this commission, for preserving destinies. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.